Ooh, Athletic Greens. AG1. I haven't stopped taking my AG1. Joe and I live by our AG1. I take it to go when I'm on the road. I drink it every morning when I'm at home. I put it into my shaker. I shake it up and I down it before I eat anything. And then before I even start my day, I have all of the 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens in my body to help start my day. Um, Athletic Greens is a game changer. You don't have to take a thousand pills. You don't have to worry about the timing of your supplements. All you got to do is shake and drink, and we love it. It's 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 super lifestyle friendly. It's paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free. Only one gram of sugar. It supports better sleep and recovery from athletics or from whatever you've got going on during the day. Uh, it supports mental clarity, alertness. It is amazing. Um, so you can, you can get a subscription. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is also very important to add in. It costs less than $3 a day, and it's cheaper than getting all the supplements yourself. Um, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, basically. So go get your Athletic Greens Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that is it. You don't need a million different pills or a million different supplements to look out for your health. It's simple. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs, which are essential in keeping with your routine. With your first purchase, all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues to take advantage over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Cavalry Audio. Check, check, check. Mic check, mic check. Man, you're good at that. I, I didn't know you had that in you. Oh, are you sitting on the infamous couch outside, if you know what I'm if you know what I mean? You know what? I am. I didn't even think about that. Oh my god. Do you remember gonna, that couch? I need to like spend a minute alone on this thing. Yeah, you should just sit and think, you know what I mean? And reminisce, because that was we're not gonna we're not gonna expose anything, but that couch is it's famous. It's a famous couch near a famous hot tub where yeah. uh yeah. Oliver and Aaron first made their Cabo debut uh many moons ago. Yes. We made love. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not a uh I'm not a big water make love guy. I, I really don't like it. Showers, pools, hot tubs. It's it's not for me in any way yeah. do you like that no no yeah it, it's just i don't know I, I i don't like it there's too much sensation the water is not a good thing for things and i, I don't know i don't i don't like it but you know when in cabo i guess when in cabo there's the water you gotta make do uh you know who i saw today adam levine you know what we talked about his mm. maroon 
uh, ironically enough, suit yep. that you wore to the Fox upfronts. Yep. Which now is famous. Uh, and yeah. I talked with his workout guy and I know a, uh, lot, a lot more things about you. Like you were working on your shot well after the one hour basketball workout. <laughs> um, Adam yeah. was surprised you didn't own your own suit. Yeah. Uh, that that you could wear to the Fox upfronts. In fact, I'm I'm surprised you wore a suit Me to the too. Fox upfronts. Uh, but yeah, that I I'm just shocked that you two are basically the same size. I just I I was standing with him, actually sitting with him, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at him, and I know you like I know a mm-hmm. member of the family, and I just I don't see how his suit was a good fit for you but it was okay well let's talk about that for a second um because what where where how do you think we differ like what was your surprise when you sort of see adam and then you see me do you think that i wouldn't fit into a suit or a suit would be too big or where are you going with it i would think that let's just say you're surprisingly uh slim Mm-hmm. which I, I, and I, I should know that because of the golf clothes that you wear and the way like size 34s or 32s like fit on you. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like something that would be, I, I assume if I had the body of Adam Levine, you would have to paint a suit on me. And I feel like the painting job of a suit, which which would be cut in a way that would make it very form fitting. I just, don't feel like that would fit you but it did well it was close it was a little small like if this was my suit i would need to have it altered just a tad in the in the in the chest area is a little tight under the arms a little tight and then the pants were short my legs are longer than his so i I feel like you're taller than him too no I think we're bit. the same height. He's just, he, I have longer legs or something. I don't know. But you have dancers' I, legs. I have dancers' legs. Uh, it's exactly right. I have dancers' legs. What you get from and, your mom. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, mom. And uh, so I had to just roll with it. And I had to wear interesting socks because they were too short. And I just said, fuck it, just go with it, just do it. It looked groovy, it looked porny, you know, mustache I had a whole vibe going. And and then your favorite paper picked it up. New York Post, they had you uh, being quoted as saying, I don't have a career in porn, but if I did, <laughs> this is the kind of suit that I would wear or something yeah. to that effect, which was yeah. well yeah. done. I was, I was oddly proud of you for all of yeah. that. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was good. Oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was good. And then, of course, you know, they're like, "Well, where did you get this suit?" And then, you know, I brought up Mr. Levine, and I, mean, I think I made him famous. Yeah, he did. He he added a little extra pep in his step because he got into the New York Post by you wearing his suit. Yep. Is he still there? Did you guys hang? Just hung over breakfast. Brought the boys over. They were uh, playing with his girls, and then he had a house full of people. They were staying mm-hmm. at. Uh, Meldman. Casa Meldman. And yeah. now they're shoving off right now. So they're okay. out. All right. Well, at least you got a minute. Yeah. Such a great guy. Such a normal great he, guy. He is. He is a really good dude. Well, I'm jealous, dude. I'm, I'm, I love that you're there. And uh, Here, look. I, Let me see if I can flip this out. I, I, 
Oh, oh you want to, there you're on an iPad. Uh, oh, what, what is that barrier? That's for the boys. You have them in cages now, huh? It went from the monkey lock to just full-on detention <laughs> cages. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I got these uh, half price. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's for... Look, there's nothing that scares me more than little kids who can't swim being around a pool. I, yeah, no, I know. It's smart. Uh, but they're they're really close. So they had a swim lesson today with their guy, Manny. I mean, they love it down here so much. I was just sitting there watching and thinking, I'm so glad we have this place for them to grow up in and get to know all the people that Natalie and Trudy got to know mm. who just enhanced their lives. The people here are so great. I know. And and the it's just wonderful. And so they're they're getting really close. Like if they fell in right now, knock on wood, they could get out. They could get to yes. the side. But that's a movable fence, right? Yeah. <laughs> that permanent. Yeah, but I mean, so we put this in. Michelle's like, we need to put a fence up. Like, I think they'll be okay. You know, we're ne- they're never going to be outside without us being around. By the way, there's a cactus. Another great thing to have around four-year-olds. Oh, yeah, perfect. So there's a cactus. There's all kinds of ba- basically booby-trapping the house to mm-hmm. see if they can survive. But Yeah, it's like the Goonies. Yeah, <laughs> so they've got a cactus <laughs> to navigate, and then they've got this crazy fence we didn't know what the fence was going to look like when we said, Hey, can you put something up? The boys are now able to walk and we don't really want them, you know, being able to just walk out if we happen to leave the door open and fall into the pool. And maybe there's somebody who's listening who has some horror story or horrific tale of Mm -hmm. something like this. And so they, they're like, yeah, we got it. No problem. So then we come back and this is like, this is like a mild detention center fence yeah like if, it's like it's like a border fence it's like trump came in and put up a fence and i knew threw you were in some, gonna say that some i just space knew blankets. you were gonna say that look at There's that like I f- some space blankets in there for for warmth and i mean what yeah it's i mean i can't even get out of it it takes <laughs> no me half way, an hour dude. to unlock the thing and well, then we've got it, child locks on top of the doors that they can't get up and on to so why I mean, why would you put barbed wire on top of these fences? Well, I mean, they could climb up and, you know, yeah. it's a good lesson for them to to learn that Yeah, it's it's extreme, but I guess If there's I a fence, never... there's a reason there's a fence. So the barbed wire is in case they yeah. get to the top, you know, they're 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 not getting over it. You'd rather them get all cut up than 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 fall in the pool. Right. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But so, so listen to this. So here's our day yesterday. Okay, first of all, last week, I don't even know if we talked about it. But last week, Wyatt breaks his arm. Did we talk yes, about this we, in the podcast? No, no, no. I just got, <clears throat> I just got a picture from Michelle of his broken arm. Yeah, so it's horrible. And we were in L.A. for Trudy's graduation. Hold on, let me flip this back around. We were in L.A. for Trudy's graduation. I'm playing Bel Air in an all-day thing that Chris O'Donnell put together. Like It's called British Day and, mm-hmm. you know, just very country clubbish and very, you know, we ate uh, beef wellington for lunch. You had to mm. wear a tie for lunch and go back out. I mean, Chris loves that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm at lunch. Or no, I'm getting off the course after the second 18. And Michelle's called me 41 times why it broke his arm and during the time that she was trying to call me it was in the balance whether he was going to have to go into surgery uh because it's by the growth plate in his elbow he broke his funny bone and some others they were in weird places and they had taken a picture of it like an x-ray and they're like we think we're gonna have to go in meanwhile we're stranded out in la which i was like i'm about to walk home because we couldn't get home there are no flights and, but fortunately they took another pic, excuse me, picture of it. And he was, he didn't need surgery. So he's got a cast. He's, he's a trooper. He's not complaining about it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not itching yet. So knock on wood, he, that doesn't happen. He can't swim though. Unless, or do you put something on his cast? No, it, these are now waterproof casts. Oh, wow. So he's cool. been swimming and taking baths and all that. So he swam, he had his lesson today, but so here's our day yesterday. Um, we're waiting. We're going to fly. Yes, I'll just admit it. We flew privately down to Cabo. You're going to have to, hey, the listeners are going to have to get okay. over it. No, it doesn't. Look, you have worked hard and afforded yourself to be able to fly private when you so choose. So, you know, this, uh, whatever. Well, I don't do it all the time. Certainly I fly commercial I and I fly coach. So Michelle goes to get a prescription and goes to the bank, comes back, is backing her friggin' Tesla in. Don't get me started on that car and okay. uh, to charge it while we're gone. And the garage door comes down and smashes through the back when the back window of this Tesla SUV. And it is shattered. I mean, there's glass everywhere. The car's bent. It won't. She <laughs> walks in. She's like, we've got a problem. Like, oh, my God. So now we're cleaning up glass, getting the bags in the car, whatever. We get to the airplane. The boys are excited to get to Cabo. You know, we're trying to time it well, so maybe they'll take a nap. And you know they're going to be – it took damn near six hours to fly down here because we had to stop and get gas in San Antonio mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And we're trying to time it up. The pilot is getting on the plane and smashes his head against the door and cuts his head open. <laughs> and now he can't fly the plane. So now we got to wait for another pilot to fly in. 
we fly in, you know, they, so now we're supposed to get in at one, we get in at five, it's been a long day, whatever, nobody has any sympathy for that. By the way, this we teaches in, you not to fly private. You know, well, this yeah, is a, I mean, we would have gotten this is your lesson. way quicker way, way quicker. easier commercially. That's right. Uh, and then we get here, Wyatt gets his swimsuit on, he goes in the pool, he comes running up here, and I'm walking out, and he goes, Daddy, Daddy, and his feet on this marble flooring his feet slip, go out from under him. I watch him in the air, like counting his change. And then wham, he slams down on the marble with his head oh, on oh. the back of it. And it, I hear his cast go, Dunk. I'm like, oh my God. And he's crying so hard. He can't breathe. And oh. you know, it was like, well, I guess things do happen in threes. It went from Michelle's car being basically yeah. destroyed pilot's head. And now, Wyatt, this is wow. our welcome to Mexico. We're Did about to he, go to an emergency room. He hit his be- He hit his head, hit the back of his head hard. The back huh? of his head against the step, Ugh. and then, uh, and then the cast was like thunk. I'm like, oh my That's god, scary. And uh, I mean, he was crying, couldn't breathe, wasn't making any noise. Like one of those things was like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, it's just coming. Yeah. And finally, he let it out. He cried for a minute. And then he was good, and we got in yeah. the pool, and that was that. So that that was oh, that was our welcome to Mexico. God, man, the hitting in the back of the head is always scary, you know. Yeah, it's always yeah. scary. It's just you just never know what the fuck is life is going to bring you. You know, it's just somebody uh, said, I don't know who. I think it's in the wake of this horrific. Texas shooting. Oh, um, God, I can't even talk about it. But you, I can't. It's, you can't even no. wrap your head around no. it. No, um, I can't. This is too much. Dude. But something has to change. But we don't have I, to go down that it, path. It, we're not going down that path. But like, it's just fucking nuts. There's the such simple things that, that should States is crazy. change. Like sick. So crazy. It's fucking uh, anyway. Yeah. But they said, you know, you can't ever. It's It's a fallacy to say that you're protecting your children. You're trying. I mean, you can, but unless you put them in a bubble and you don't ever leave the house and they don't leave a room. I mean, it's, it's roll of the dice. Yeah. Uh, It is. It's just the way life works. You don't know what's coming your way. So it's no, of course. And by the way, there's so much, I'm sure we've talked about it, but there's so much luck that plays in, to our safety as adults and children and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? As, as we, as we just travel through life, we have to be lucky. I mean, there are so many chances that in my life, you know, that could have gone bad and they just didn't. And then you hear about a kid who's just walking down the street and rolls his ankle and hits his head on the curb and he's dead. Yeah, you know, oh. and then I'm, you know, think at, of the venereal six, diseases that could have killed you alone. Oh God! Well, I only had one. I had chlamydia, but you know, it was that was that was in college, and I freaked the fuck out because I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. But I went to go pee, and and it didn't look right. You know what I mean? I don't want to get graphic. And then I <laughs> I peed, and I was like, oh man, it kind of hurts. I don't what know what's didn't going look on. right? The pee didn't look right. Well, you know, there was a little seepage, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, what is that? And then I go to the doctor, the urologist, 
And he's and, and okay, look, and it's college in nineteen ninety-four. And I go to the doctor, the urologist, and, and, and I'm like, what is it? And he's like, ah, well, you got chlamydia. And I didn't know what chlamydia really was. And I freaked out. I have like, no idea. I don't even well, because it was, you know, I have no it was, idea what it is. You know, HIV was really scary. And, and I didn't really know much about venereal diseases. And I had chlamydia. And I was like, no. I was like freaking out. Like, doc, like, how long do I got, man? Like, I was <laughs> freaking out. And he's like, relax. He had to literally calm me down. Because you take some of these antibiotics and you're done. He's like, more kids in this school have chlamydia than they have the flu. So you're, you're fine. It's, what it's school nothing. were you going to? I went to Boulder. Oh, this is college. Yeah, okay. It's college. And that was the only venereal disease I had. But I admit it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then well. I called up the girl who I was kind of sleeping with at the time. Because I wanted to be up front, and I call her up, and I'm like, hey, I'm not going to say her name. Hey, uh, so-and-so, I just got to tell you something. Um, and she goes, wait, well, she's like, okay, hold on. I got to tell you something first. I'm like, okay. And she's like, so um, I have chlamydia. And I'm like, okay, when did you get it? And she's like, however long ago, which was before me. Oh. So she had given it to me. And I was like, that's fucking crazy because I was going to just tell you the same thing. But obviously you had it first, you know, and she had been sleeping with this other dude. Um, and Did uh, you know the other guy? Yeah, kind of, kind of. Did you and, walk and, by him next time on campus and give him a little wink? A little, just put a C up? Yeah, we, we actually shared a bowl of clam chowder to, to oh, celebrate. God. You know, you always have to take it to a place <laughs> that it just does not need to go. I'm sorry, but but anyway, it was like, yeah, I think you probably gave it to me. I was like, well, it doesn't matter, whatever. We're we, we you know. Anyway, that that's my venereal disease story. <laughs> <laughs> so glad I brought it up. I, had no I know, idea. I know. Well, I took a hard left turn. I was talking about something else, and. And then you brought it up. You're talking about like life and being able to protect your kids and horrible stories of yeah, nothing exactly. that leads to something horrible. Right, and, and you made a venereal disease. Nobody joke. is immune from any of that. I it's my fault. I brought it up. No, yes. What but what where, where I was going was the kid can fall down and hit his head on the curb by rolling his ankle. But I was 16 years old, you know, going 120 miles an hour with like coked up you know, 26-year-olds in L.A. thinking I'm going to die and being like, what the fuck am I doing? Why did I do this? But I just got lucky. I mean, one little false move and I could be dead. So you have to obviously make good decisions and choices, which at times in my life I definitely did not. But at the same time, you have to, you have to get lucky. Yeah. And I'm dealing with that with Wilder right now. He's 14 and... You know, I'm, he's out in the world. He wants to go to parties and he wants to go out with his friends and go hang out at Century City or the malls or whatever the hell they want to hang out now. And you know, is that kids all are, that malls are good for now? Just hanging, just hanging for like 15, 16 year olds. Kind of. Are there I mean, still that's arcades? What, that's what I did. That's what, yeah, well, yeah. Did you go uh, arcades no. like that for me, like the little midwestern fatty that I was. Like going to yeah. a, an arcade was like. That was utopia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arcades back in the day. 
It was great. No, not, not so much anymore. The kids are so into like VR and everything's on their phones and the arcade game is Ugh. a bit obsolete, you know? Yeah, that sucks. Because those were, so, I mean, I remember, this is a real left turn, but I, I remember there was a place in St. Louis called the Magic Castle or something. And then we would go to this other place during spring training when I'd bring friends down there when my dad was doing the Cardinals. And we'd go to Funland and you go in there, and when the game Dragon's Lair came out, that was animated, yeah. and you could actually move an animated character. Because I grew up, I mean, my earliest memories You're are playing like Pong, Pong. Yeah. Atari, yeah. crap. Yeah. Still loved it. But then it was like, oh my God, this is a cartoon, and it's Dragon's Lair, a fantasy adventure game where you become a valiant knight. And you're you're fighting these things. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was such a sea change. I was like, oh my god! And then you you get to this this ski ball was still there, or whatever mm-hmm. you call it, where you grew up. And uh, well, they're still there. Like, there's a place called Castle Park that has a batting cage, and it's got arcade, and it's got mini golf, and they still have all that stuff. Ski ball will never die. You know, there's something there is something about rolling a ball and jumping it off and trying to get it into a hole. I mean, it's very basic, but it goes I think back to chlamydia. It, it goes back to chlamydia. It goes back to the times. It goes back to early man. I guarantee early man's first game was involved some sort of a round thing or a rock and throwing it into something or hitting right. a tree or Ugh. yeah. You being like, Ugh, damn it. Like, you get an extra bite of bison tonight. <laughs> I, I it spits out tickets. You get more. Uh, <laughs> you get more uh, uh, bison, like woolly uh, mammoth. You can get you get, you, uh, you get the tusk tonight. You won. You get more yeah. tickets than me. Yeah, early but those places game. all had a smell that yep. it was just like it made me alive. Like I yes. was in my element in those yep. things, and even in like Bad News Bears when that came out. And I, I saw that we've talked about this in the podcast before. I went, my parents took me to that with in the mid 70s or like 76, like right, right about the time you were born. And I saw that as like a seven year old or an eight year old. Mm. My dad was like, What the hell are we watching? I mean, he loved it because it's a mm. great movie and Walter Matthau's amazing. But when, when Kelly Leak is mm-hmm. courting, uh, I think her name was Amanda in the movie, uh, who was my first crush. I can't think of her name, her real name, mm-hmm. the, the one that married John McEnroe, Tatum mm-hmm. O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're in an arcade and they're playing like air hockey for, to, to see if they're going to go out on a date. I was like, that is where life yeah. just happens in an arcade and you yeah. can't, you just, you're not going to be denied life in those places. Yeah. Well, that was the gathering spot for kids. And now that's over. Because they don't need the, they don't need those games anymore. They're on headsets in the basement, like playing against some forty five year old sketchy guy who's playing yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, totally. Yeah, who's putting on like a girl voice? You know, like hi, that was great, son. A grandma <laughs> voice. <laughs> I love Fortnite, I love Fortnite. honey. <laughs> You're amazing. Would you like to come over for some soup? It's like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Big bad wolf. 
my, what big teeth you have, Grandma. Oh, the better to play games with, son. What big hands you have. It's so good on my joystick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We That's beg right. you. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Well, let's talk about real quick your entry point into ESPN because we haven't talked about that, right? We've not. I did four hours of uh, four days, four hours of interviews and golf coverage on ESPN, then ESPN2, and on the weekend, ESPN, then ESPN+. And I don't know why you and I never hooked up on a time. I I was just so burnt by the end of it. I was like, I'm going to – yeah. I'm going to get Oliver on. It's like, I don't even want to talk to anybody. I'm just going to sit here. We yeah. just watch golf. I'm going to sit here for 45 oh. minutes and then I can clock out and get out of here. It was just, it was too long. It was fun. I had a blast. Yeah. Michael Collins, who I did it with, I love. He's the um, best. I would do anything with that guy. He's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, He's but great. I, I was just like, we should have done two hours a day. Yeah. And just had it on ESPN. But I mean, my God, we had. Justin Thomas hopped on after his round on Friday. Oh, he's, he's leading the PJ oh, wow. Championship. He got on in a hoodie from his couch with his dog laying on his lap. And because I've done a bunch of uh, yeah. stupid like bachelor party videos for him, and I'm like, hey, payback's a bitch. But when you get back to your place, you're chiming in on this thing. So he came oh, on. Yeah, we talked to him when I was in Cabo. Remember, we Facetimed him. Yeah, right, right. So that, oh, that came back. That's around. cool. Oh, that's cool. That's great. Yeah. And he ends up winning, which was even better. Um, yeah. But yeah, John Daly came on. He was smoking throughout the entire thing. Ham yeah. came on. Uh, Fun, you know, dude. Had, Nick Saban came on right after all these comments about Texas A&M buying their team. And, yeah. You know, he could have easily tapped out. I think those those guys are smart, though. They know that they have an opportunity yeah. to fine-tune what they said. Yeah, and basically get out. He knows I'm not gonna, yeah, embarrass him. I was like, yeah, hey, do you want to clarify anything you said? And then he clear. You had a, basically a prepared statement, and then you move on and go back to golf. Barkley, yeah, I mean, so many cool guys. And that's Dallas fun, came on, dude. Julie Inkster and Annika Sorenstam, and I mean, it was 
just Doris Burke. It was great. But was it, was it fun? Was it was it funny? Was was there a standout like guest? Not to you know say one was better than the other, but one that you Will Arnett. Really? What? Well, tell me, I didn't see it. <laughs> so he comes on, and we had a, you know, he's got that deep voice, and he did it yeah. from his little corner of his basement where he does voiceover for truck commercials, and he can mm-hmm. and his podcast, and he can modulate his voice and he can put echo on it. So Michael and I'm like, I mean, we haven't even had a chance to go over here and and do uh, sit in this golf cart because they had a big screen and a little chipping area. So we sat in the golf cart. I'm like, Will, I mean, you sell trucks. If you had to, to put bread on the table, how would you sell this easy go cart? He's like, (laughs) so he gets his deep voice. He's like, easy go. Because sometimes you have to go. And when you go, you want to go easy, (laughs) easy go. And it just, it was awesome. Uh, It it was that kind of stuff. I mean, it was very... It was just by the by the end of four hours, and being on camera for four straight hours oh. live is hard. I mean, there's no let up. You're just constantly like, yeah, ah, smiling at the camera. It's I don't. I'm not complaining, but it's like my God. I just want to be off camera. I want to interview oh, somebody yeah. where I they're mean, not seeing. I would tune in. You know, I would tune in and, and watch you guys for a minute, but <clears throat> just because I know you so well. Like there were times I was looking at your face. I'm like, oh, Buck is so somewhere else right now. I mean, yeah. you're just like, like blank faced. They're like, huh? I was like, right. Well, here's the other thing. <laughs> There's also a PGA championship going on. So I'm used to my whole life. It's like you're there. 105% of your concentration is on that event. You have to be on it. And now the event is going on, which I, I actually care to watch. And I'm interviewing people and, you know, I've got a producer in my ear going, here's Spieth's third shot at four. So I'm like, do I jump back over here and cover golf? Mm -hmm. Do I listen to this guy's answer? Do I play off Michael Collins? Do we, there were so many things going on for four straight hours and I'm trying to split my concentration. I'm listening to the producer, watching the golf, trying to figure out something clever to say about that, trying to come up with a question, trying to not step on Michael. I mean, it just was, Mm-hmm. It, my head was swimming by the end mm-hmm. of this thing and that was day one and then the next day it's like oh my god we're doing this again then you do it again then you do it again and you're up at six in the morning doing it and Ooh. it was a lot yeah yeah well four hours is is a lot a lot i mean think about it peyton manning and eli manning did their manning cast they were our first guests and they were great but it, let's say they did eight games mm-hmm. okay well that's eight times three, you know, that's 24 hours spread out over the course of a football season. Yeah. We did 16 hours over four (laughs) straight days. Yeah. I'm like, you know, Hey, it's by the end of it, you're just like, Oh my God. I, I, I just, do we know how it, do we know how it did or how do you do? Was it? Yeah. The the rating on ESPN, the guy texted me, said the rating on ESPN was amazing. Hmm. Uh, and the rating on ESPN Plus was really good. Like people switched over. Cool. And I had comments from really weird places of friends that I would never think would be watching it. I also spread it around like Mark Miller, who's my good buddy, who's taught me golf and he's become one of my better friends. He came on, he flew to St. Louis. He came on for 15 minutes. 
killed it talking about the golf swing, talking about neuroses with my golf swing and kind of evaluating <laughs> golf swings that we were seeing. And he was great. It's like he was a, a veteran of television. I was really proud of him. Um, but yeah, it, 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 for that to be my debut on ESPN is not at all what I expected my debut would be. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of done there cool. now. It's, it's cool, cool though. It's, it's a good way, you know, it's like a little more casual and let's go. I mean, it's not so precious. It's not precious. You know? And, and I right. could laugh. It's good to be seen for the first time, like laughing and making fun of yourself. And exactly. I made fun of my golf, like right out of the gate. I'm like, Hey, we, we rehearsed this yesterday and I started just covering golf. And it was like, all the bosses at ESPN were like, yeah, we know you did five years at the U S open at Fox, but do us a favor and don't do any golf. Right. <laughs> That's a bad right. sign. And they're like, hey, you know what you did for five years? And he was like, don't do that. Right. So you know, right. it was more like, hey, we don't want you covering golf. There's a there's a channel for that. Yes. Interact, have fun, laugh, whatever. And um, yeah, I mean, I was pretty free and easy. It's, it was actually probably good for me to have my first thing on ESPN be like that. Mm-hmm. For my own mind. Oh, I think so. I think so. Meanwhile, I was, you know, getting a probe stuck up my ass and oh, down yeah. my throat because I got, I got spit roasted. I went front and back. I, I had an oh, endoscopy. So the, the endoscopy goes down the mouth. Yeah. They couldn't weasel something up the back end to, to check your, your throat? I, I asked them, I was like, can't you just go all the way through? And they said, no, nah, we don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, I get heartburn now and again. So while I was under, they, they were like, do you want to just do that? I said, sure. You know, check it out. Everything's clean. Everything's good. The prep was, you know, it was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be, you know? No, it's nothing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And then. As long as you, you know, have a good book or Wordle or Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I didn't even, I was worried because. I didn't even go that much, meaning I did, but it, I thought I was going to be on the toilet for like 10 hours. And you know what I mean? Beat up. Like, yeah, no, it was not like, like that. It lift was off. Yeah. I didn't have that. It was like, blah, 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 blah. And then I go to the thing and everything worked out. It was, I clean, I cle- it was clear. You know what I mean? I, I got, I guess, I guess I got enough out and you know, did they find me, anything me, up in there? Zero. Like, no polyp. Like gold, no polyp. No cancer. Or anything? Or like patio furniture? Anything? They they found nothing up there? No, nothing. Absolutely. No old podcasts or anything? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, Wait. I was kind of, I was kind of rooting for something to be found, like nothing life-threatening, but something to kind of slow you down in life but no, now i know now you've got a free bill of it like a clean bill of health and it's like jesus I, all this living that you've been doing which i, I envy know. so much you 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 you're not gonna you're just gonna put the pedal down i know no i'm not though i, I i've slowed it down you know i i'm not drinking during the week so I, I have, I, I have, but, but I know what you mean. You get the clean bill of health and immediately you're like, oh, great. Lungs are clear. Ass is clear. You know, everything else is clear. So now you feel huh? good about smoking for some odd reason. Which yeah. Kills, it's like, let's which go. Which kills, yeah. no, kills me. Kills me. I mean, 
I, I you know, look, I, I don't, I, I, I had a cigarette yesterday, but I haven't smoked in four days and <clears throat> I'm not a smoker like that. I'm not like an addicted smoker in the sense of I wake up and I need a cigarette. Like I'm not addicted to the nicotine. I'm addicted to the process of it. If I have a drink immediately, I kind of want to smoke. You know what I mean? It's, if I'm not drinking, I, 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 I'm not going to have a cigarette today, you know, because I'm not going to drink today. Did you hear that today. helicopter that just went by? No. Did you hear that? Uh-uh. No? No. Well, helicopter just went by, and I get, it's like a cheap helicopter, like one that somebody built in their garage. Oh, right. And I guarantee you, because down that direction is Meldman's house, comma, right now, Adam Levine, and they're packing up their car at 1230. It's now 1234. Oh. And I guarantee you... They're going to photograph. They're going to go photograph them packing up their car or out by the pool. And I I mean, so that it, at one time, and, and these people aren't here anymore, like A-Rod was here as a, as a member and an owner. DiCaprio was here as a member and an owner. Clooney was here as a member and an owner. Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. And it used to be like a flotilla yeah. out in the water. Yeah. Because you can't, you, I mean, you can't regulate that. And so no. Clooney and Cindy built up so much foliage and so many trees and so much blockage that whatever they paid for their lot and mm-hmm. this insane house that they basically split was ruined because mm-hmm. they the view was gone. Like you're basically yeah. looking at a, at the rainforest yeah. out of your backyard instead of the sea of Cortez, I mean, that which is sucks. one inch further, which yeah. sucks. And so they end up getting out of here. And for a while, I haven't seen it in a while, but they had, they found some tool or some like sonar thing that they could shoot off the beach that would mess up all the electronics of, really? of boats that were in, the water out there and then they would have like navy seals were out there and but you can't do anything i mean it's nobody owns the sea of cortez so you know they they tried to make it as difficult as they could but you see that every once in a while and it made me think of i don't think i ever told you this i brought your sister down here it was kate hooley and julie yorn and Mm -hmm. me like Mm -hmm. four friends coming down here I have mm-hmm. nothing to do with any one of them in any way other than I'm friends with them. Mm-hmm. But we were at the pool one day and what, what happens is the private airport, the guys that work there get paid by yes. photographers to go, Hey, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio just landed here. He's headed because they ask you, where are you going to stay? El Dorado. Okay. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio's headed mm-hmm. to El Dorado will be there in an hour. And then all of a sudden people are out there taking pictures. So they knew that Kate Hudson was in town. And this is when she was with Matt and, mm-hmm. you know, they were on again, off again and all that stuff. And we go out, it's me, Julie Orn, uh, Huli and, uh, and your sister were seeing four across at the main pool. And now two boats are out there taking pictures. And your sister's mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Uh, oh, this is the last thing I want. This is the last thing I need. Mm-hmm. And I got up and I went over and I laid down on top of her. Like <laughs> we were having this horrid <laughs> affair. She's like, get off me. Get off me. Like she was freaking out. And I was like, God, that That's was worth funny. the trip. Amazing. Right yeah. No, well, 
I got married in Cabo at the Palmilla, and Sandler was there, and my parents, and Kate, and you know, that was pretty much the extent of the celebrity. But like, I think Sandler was a draw. Anyway, during the ceremony, or right before, there were photographers, American photographers, I think, who rented a hotel room right near us. And security got wind of it, and it's Mexico. They don't give a fuck. They broke into the hotel, they unlocked the hotel room and beat the shit out of these photographers, smashed their cameras, the whole deal. Because they they can't press charges. They're in Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that was that. But they, these these the security. So like, did everything? Did anything ever get out? For, did did they there ever- was a, yeah? There's a few pictures from boats, like the boats that were you know, same deal. Out. You can't do anything about the boats. Is that why all, everyone left El Dorado? Like Leo? No, and- I don't think so. I mean, I think these people are just vagabonds, and they they end up they're like real estate vagabonds. They end up right. Like Cindy and and uh, George made triple their investment, and they're like, yeah. eh, we'll go to the next one." And then they yeah. make triple their investment, and it's I amazing. I mean, I I just like it too much here. And for the girls, my girls would not talk to me for the rest of my life if I sold this place. And I could sell this place and probably make double. Or well, guess who else wouldn't talk to you? <laughs> Aaron and Oliver Hudson. That's right. <laughs> and maybe, and probably Wilder and Bodie, and maybe even Rio, because that means that mom and dad aren't going to Mexico for one week a year and they yeah. can't, you know, do well, what every they time want. We go, every time we go there, they're like, why, do, why don't you ever take us? And you I was like, Uncle Joe doesn't want here. you guys here. That's, that's bullshit. You should take <laughs> them down here and and just have this place and, and have them do the El Dorado lifestyle and they would freak out they would love it yeah yeah I'm so that's down. my invitation to you on our podcast to okay, have, bring your kids down here thank you what if we did uh a, a daddy issues giveaway <laughs> with my place in cabo <laughs> that's the winner if we get up to yeah yeah we will do that i pledge to you right now if How we many? get up to five hundred thousand downloads per show yeah we deal. will do so pass it around, listeners, yeah, pass especially it around. the people in Iran, and pass right. it around. <laughs> and how would you like to leave Tehran and end up in Cabo at a four-bedroom mm-hmm. place? Yes. Just pass it around. We get to 500,000 downloads a show. We yes. Will, we, will, we will raffle off, or one lucky yeah. listener will win yes. a week at El Dorado in Cabo San Lucas uh, during a week of, of there. It's not even mutually agreeable. You tell me what week you want. I, I love this Christmas. Wouldn't it be whatever. great? Wouldn't Wouldn't it be great if there was a way to somehow, you know, uh, from as analytics, if you put on a contest to see who can get you the most listeners? So it's like April from New Jersey, you know, actually was able to facilitate a hundred thousand yes. new listeners. You know, yes. And April, come on down. This place yeah. is yours. Exactly. <laughs> How would you like to leave New Jersey, April? Yeah. And come down here in April and enjoy mm-hmm. Cabo San Lucas. And if there is anyone named April listening to the podcast, just shoot me a DM. Yeah. 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 Or we'll me. figure it out. Um yeah. All right. So I'm gonna so, go I'm gonna I'm gonna go take the boys to uh okay. Goldman's house because they have a water slide. Which <laughs> 
I mean, what says <laughs> swimming four years old and a broken arm like a water slide? Oh, it's unregulated at somebody's house. That's oh, perfect, dude. It's perfect. You, you, you like, it's better that they go and continue life with the cast on. You know, yeah. just imagine if you broke the other arm, and then <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> uh, Are you playing any golf down there while you're there, or no? I will probably this weekend. I will. Uh, might hit balls later today, but I'm 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 kind of starting my. Uh, I did before fatty pictures. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm doing like a doing like a workout thing that. I have to do an hour a day of lifting mm. uh, and then do cardio and whatever. But I'm, I, I have to get that done today. So I, that's my priority. Is now. this a pledge for yourself? Or just is for it, myself. Just it is. 12 weeks. See what happens at the, the other end. And wow. if, if the pictures are good enough, I'll post yeah. them. They're not, then I won't. <laughs> wait a minute, hold on, and then I'm, then we're gonna go. I just wanna I just wanna get into this for two seconds. So wait a minute, you're gonna. This is a challenge that you're you you have created for yourself, right? With my this, friend Ryan Manzik, who I work out okay. with, who trains me in St. Louis. We have a specific workout that's kind of fat burning, but it's it's a lot of lifting and yep. burning calories that way, and then trying to do at least a half hour of some sort of cardiovascular exercise every day every day not even even on a sunday even on a sunday okay this is good i need to get back into shape myself maybe i'll do that i think if you and i could shame each other but you have no shame i I, it's not like like i'm ultra protective there's nothing that, that we could threaten that would make you follow through on this like it just you don't yeah. worry about stuff so i know well well let's talk about it let's talk about it because that would be fun to do just to keep each other motivated you know what i mean yeah that's what it takes i know i know all right i'll let you go How get about the pump loser, on here with the kids the loser is injected with chlamydia i'm immune uh, crabs how about the loser gets like uh like big saline filler in their lips that goes away in like a week (laughs) that sounds horrible (laughs) my mom had to do that for first wives club because there was a scene where she injects her lips and they're huge and insane and she doesn't do that really normally. And then so she had to put saline in her lips that, that you know, your body absorbs quickly. But they were Theoretically, huge. but I would be freaked out that, that it wouldn't go down. Yeah, but it's that's the deal. <laughs> that's our deal? Yeah. How's Michelle, by the way? She good? She's good. She's How's good. she doing with, de- with her dad and everything? Is is she feeling a little bit better? Is she yes, I turn? actually okay. said I actually said to her yesterday that she's better, like she's more herself. Good. Oh, um, good. So she's she's kind of back. Good. Yeah. Love it. All right, yeah. we'll send my love and uh, have fun with the boys. We'll talk soon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Peace be with you. All right. Be with you. Peace. Bye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger.